It was one year ago this month that Indigenous and non-Indigenous Christians gathered for Native Assembly 2014. It was held on the campus of Canadian Mennonite University, drawing in about 250 people. Represented were 13 First Nations communities and settlers from eight states, five provinces, and seven denominations. During that week, attendees grappled with questions of creation care, faithfulness, and reconciliation. Hi, my name is Moses Falco, filling in for our regular host, Dan Dick. Welcome to Church Matters. This episode, we begin the first part of our two-part series revisiting Mennonite Church Canada's Native Assembly 2014. Today, you will hear excerpts from some of the presenters and listen in on a few of the conversations I was honored to have with them during that week. The theme of Native Assembly was Ears to Earth, Eyes to God. The scripture passage to accompany the theme was Job chapter 12, verses 7 to 10, which we will hear later on in the program. Ears to Earth, Eyes to God guided the speakers as they wrestled with questions of how we, as humans, can care for the land and all its resources that God has so abundantly given us. We begin with an excerpt from Melanie Campin, a doctoral student in theological studies at the Toronto School of Theology and longtime member of the Partnership Circles of Mennonite Church, Manitoba. As she reads the theme passage, she invites us to look at creation and our role in it in a different and perhaps new way. Western Christianity assumes that because humans were created last, they are the apex, the height of creation, that they are at the top of the ladder. But Genesis 1 is not the only creation text in the Bible. This is not the only passage that tells us about our relation to the rest of creation. Listen to the Job text, our theme passage. But ask the animals, and they will teach you. The birds of the air, and they will tell you. Ask the plants of the earth, and they will teach you. And the fish of the sea will declare to you. Who among all these does not know that the hand of the Lord has done this? In his hand is the life of every living thing and the breath of every human being. Wow, what a difference. In this creation story, the animals, birds, fish, and even the plants, the earth herself are the primary bearers of the knowledge of God. Non-human life forms will teach, tell, and declare their knowledge of the Lord to humans. This theme of creation sharing the knowledge of God is continued with our next speaker, Adrian Jacobs. Adrian is the keeper of the circle at the Sandy Soto Spiritual Center near Beausajur, Manitoba. He invites us to challenge the way we see the gospel at work in our lives and in the lives of those around us. The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. Day after day they pour forth speech. Ears to the earth, do you hear anything? The land is our teacher. And I thought even though the elders are gone and we can't ask them those questions anymore, the teacher's still here. But the idea 
with the earth being our teacher, there's all kinds of landscape across this country, and they teach us different things. So I thought about it. We're a school, so really the land is our faculty. The mountains are our teachers. The coasts are our teachers. The rivers are our teachers. The uh, forests, the plains, the sweet grass plains. There is a story in the land. And the gospel comes to you in the story of that land. Do you know that story? The gospel comes to you in the story of the people of the land. Do you know that story? When that person comes to you and you think, well, they've never been to church, they haven't heard the Bible, this gospel is coming to you if you pay attention to their story because Creator's been already at work in their life. He gave them their very being in the first place and He is guiding them and He brought that person right to you. And the gospel is not just in the Bible that you try to share with Him. The gospel is in that person's story. You need to figure out how Abraham connected with a story that was coming to him and say, this is the story of God. This is the story of the Creator. The Creator has already been here. The Creator is already talking. Are we listening? Deanna Zanting is a graduate student of theology at Canadian Mennonite University. She spends most of her summers in Mishkegogaming First Nation in northwestern Ontario. She helps run a summer camp for children and teens. She shares about how we can come to see creation and each other in a new light. What Jesus did was usher in a new creation. And in this new creation, I can no longer view you from your human status because you are a new creation in this body. So whether you're Aboriginal, whether you're Jew, whether you're Greek, whether you're Dutch, whether you're Scottish, uh, we are part of this new humanity. Uh, but I'd like to extend this also to how we view creation. I think that uh, instead of referring to like the socially conditioned worldview that we inherit about what creation is, especially amidst um, a culture that really has not understood how to live within creation wisely, and that we're now feeling the repercussions of so deeply and boldly, what we really do need is to rethink these conventions that have defined what it means uh, to view creation. And so Paul actually talks about uh, a rupture, a change taking place in his way of knowing. Uh, and I think that's what needs to happen with our way of knowing creation. And I think that's why I have been so profoundly blessed uh, in my friendships with Indigenous people, because they have helped me uh, change and start a journey about how I know creation. I think that Indigenous people have a profound voice that is so greatly needed in the church today, uh, precisely because they have, they have learned to listen to the voice of the land. There seems to be a rupture or a disconnect in the relationship that we humans have with creation. I had the chance to sit down with Adrian and Deanna to explore ways of healing this relationship. Adrian encourages us to relearn some aspects of our cultures that we have lost, as well as to learn from the cultures around us. I talked about uh, how that we used to be very connected to the land, and even Mennonite people have, uh, because of the corporatization and monoculture of agriculture, kind of become more distant from the land. That we have this ability, this knowledge, that we still carry in our DNA of how to live and to connect in, into our land. And so I think that 
um, as indigenous people are relearning their culture, I'm sure that Mennonites can relearn some other things that are important. And maybe we can help that in that process. And certainly, you, uh, you know, the story coming back can help us too. Our people have learned from the land and from the Creator. And scripture talks about the witness of creation. Listen to the birds as the theme scripture. Listen to the animals. They'll teach you. They'll tell you. Psalm number 19, they, uh, the creation speaks of the glory of God. So, uh, well, what did, the, what did creation say? Well, we can tell you <laughs> because we listen. And here are the teachings. And when you hear those teachings, then you say, oh, yes, there's, it, that's very much what the Bible says as well. So I think that um, people are afraid of, of something that's not so familiar. But there's a lots, lot of things in the scriptures that aren't familiar, too, until somebody points them out to you. Deanna reminds us that we are all connected to the land and that to be conscious of this will help us heal the relationship we have with creation. Like so much of the brokenness to creation itself comes out of the idea that we are somehow separate from creation. And I, so I think even just simple acts of being able to realize your own connectedness uh, to all these systems and cycles of life. Um, it, like it could be very tangible things like learning about your own water consumption, learning about your own oil consumption, uh, those types of things. But also it could be something as simple as like learning to realize that you're part of of creation itself uh, and that there are natural cycles at work that we need to learn how to live within in better ways. I also sat down with Melanie to ask her what we might do to heal the relationship between settler and indigenous peoples. Identifying as a white settler, Melanie invites us to challenge the idea that Western Christianity is the universal norm and not just one particularity. I think that dominant Christianity in North America is white Christianity. And I think that we tend to think of that as sort of something neutral. We don't think that as, we don't think of our own theology and the way we do church as something that is culturally particular. And so my word to the church would be, listen to the cultures around you, native, also other cultures that are here around the world, global Mennonites, global Christians, global non-Christians, like listen to other people's stories uh, and realize that you are one particularity, not a universal. Because when we get into that mindset of thinking that we're the norm, I think that's, that's the mindset that is behind um, a lot of different ways of perpetuating violence towards creation and towards other people when we think they need to fit our norm and we, and we always want to bend them towards our norm. So what can any of us do to make progress in healing relationships between settler and indigenous peoples? Deanna shares a practical step we all can take. Like really, we just, we need to learn stories and let those stories interact with one another and change each other. Uh, so like I needed to learn my story uh, as a settler person here. I also need to learn the stories of the people whose land this was before any of us got here. That completes part one of our two-part series on Native Assembly 2014. We're going to leave you today with a poem written and spoken by Deanna Zanting called The Land is a Gift. Join us again next time for part two when we will hear some of the reflections and perspectives of assembly attendees. We're here for you at 8.45 a.m. on the third Sunday of every month. 
We always welcome your feedback to the program, and we love to hear listener ideas for themes and topics you'd like us to cover. Dash off an email to churchmatters at mennonitechurch.ca. We also accept your phone calls and financial support for this program at 1-866-888-6785. Or you can visit mennonitechurch.ca and click on the donate link. I'm Moses Falco, filling in for Dan Dick. Know that you are called, equipped, and sent to be the church in the world today. Thanks for listening. It seems to me still hard to explain how the true nature of something all around us surrounds us and yet eludes us still. Take and take until, food beyond our fill, training young up in this drill. For whatever it is you will, the world is yours to kill, and that is just an ordinary hill. We'll take the check and leave you the bill. All the while I wonder if we might again be still. Still enough to listen, still enough to learn. From voices all around us that have surrounded us and yet elude us still. Creator, teach us to rub the earth between our fingers and have the patience to yearn for a gentleness that outgrows machinery tracks as we ponder life squander in this race for dollar backs. For a quietness amidst the richness of creation that realizes the poverty of enlistening ears. Here, the dominant consciousness, always that we may forget, the giftedness of life, are trampling without regret. Clenching land as promise turns it to problem in our grasp. Loosen our hand, relinquish our clasp. Creator, meet us in hope, here amidst the rift. Guide our way to knowing with one another, your land is a gift. As you go out from here, may the Lord go with you. The face of God shine on you every day. We are sent by God wherever we are living, salt and light as people of the